This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Let's meet. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Hey, bruh. Hi. Hello. On the 13th episode of Let's Meet Part 1 of 3, Brandon joins the military. Joe Cocker and Luther Vandross have a baby. White Castle requires seven jumps for its paratrooper division. And Justin Bieber's guitarist is mentioned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. You're in with me, Michael, and... And Tim. Welcome back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to Let's Meet, the podcast where we meet people in a city the city that we live in uh it's the cincinnati area that's where we live right tim pretty close that's tim i'm michael (laughs) i'm tim yeah yeah i live outside of cincinnati just over the river and through the woods and through the woods yeah and michael lives in cincinnati i live in the woods yeah i'm a bear <laughs> if, you, if you go work where you were going to work, yeah. Yeah, I would be considered a bear. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, keep your eyes out for the bear. Roar. So tonight we have a, a special guest for our fifth installment of Lest, Let's Meet, not Lest Meet, <laughs> Lest We Forget. <laughs> this gentleman is a musician, an artist, one of the best singers I've heard ever. He's like Joe Cocker, but with like velvet. Velvety tones, like Joe Cocker and Luther Vandross had a baby, but but both of those guys are still alive in this scenario. Okay, yeah, because we wanted to be happy. Uh, he's an artist. He is an entrepreneur. He's a father. He's a real cool dude. He once was a janitor. Ladies and gentlemen, let's meet Brandon Quillen. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got you got two of those things right. Which ones? Well, three. You're not a father. Uh, no, I'm a father. Maury says you're not the father. My father used to be a janitor, <laughs> and I'm really cool. So, other than that, wait, wait a minute. Anything you, else you, is you exaggerated. Really cool? you're I do claim. Really cl- I cool, claim but that. You're not going to take all the other stuff that gonna, makes you really cool. No, no. That doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, because if you take the other stuff away, you're just the dude. Yeah. Well, I'm just the dude. <laughs> just the dude. <laughs> and as we all know, the dude abides. <laughs> Isn't that true? Very true. So, Brandon, we wanted you to be a guest because we think you're interesting. Mm. We wanted you to play a song, but you, as the kids say, chickened out. Chickened out. Yeah. Absolutely. But I brought a guitar in here anyway. Yeah. Just in case. Flying V acoustic guitar. (laughs) It is a really cool guitar. That's impossible to sit on your lap without it sliding off. We can make this microphone stand up. Right. That's the flying (laughs) part, is when it slides off of your lap. Oh, Lord. So, let's, let's get into it. Sure. Where are you from? I actually am from northern Kentucky. Right on. Uh, yeah. I'm from Burlington, Kentucky is where I kind of grew up. I, I don't know where I was born. I was probably born in Cincinnati. I don't know where my parents lived when I was when I was born. But Yeah. Yeah, northern Kentucky, Florence, Burlington area. I, I went to high school in Florence, graduated, and basically lived in Ohio and Cincinnati area ever since I graduated high school. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. And you are a former military man? Yeah, yeah. I was in the military for six years. Right on. What yep. branch? Uh, Army. Yeah. Army infantryman. Uh, airborne. 
jumped out of. I went to airborne school. Yeah. I don't want to be confused with a paratrooper who has 30 or 40 jumps. I jumped out of a plane five times, which is the minimum standard to earn your airborne wings. <laughs> Isn't that enough? Um, it's, it was enough, yeah. That's what I would say. I was just glad you weren't a small amount of powder that you take so that you don't get sick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have been if I had been That's the military. That's I'm into. We crush it up and snort it. We're, we're all like half sick today. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I did that for six years and you know, did my, my thing, got out. So. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy being in the military? I did. I mean, it's like high school. You know, you never enjoy it when you're doing it. And mm, then, but looking back, but looking back, you're like, man, I miss that. You know, I the the thing I think I miss the most. What I always tell people is like, what I miss the most is genuinely not caring about anything and just doing. You know, so you know when you're deployed overseas like when i was deployed in the middle east like i i never really had to worry about anything about except for living and dying you know so yeah for whatever reason that even though it was such an extreme like it was so much more comforting to me that there was nothing else going on like the real stress and the real problems happen when you get out you come home and you're back in civilization yeah then like the real hardships come but like it all just makes a lot more sense when you're when you're the only two things that could possibly happen is either you live or you die. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Sorry, you're, you're, go ahead. You're, you're being fed and you're being told what to do. Right, right. It's, it sounds pretty nice. You don't right really now. want yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're doing it, like you hate it, and yeah. and I mean, you, maybe you don't hate it. Maybe maybe my experience doesn't speak for everyone. But you know, I, I didn't hate it. But like you, know, you just complain the whole time, and you can't wait until you get home. Yeah. But then when you get home, you wish you were back there. You know, it's just it's just like high school. It's just, yeah. just exactly like that. It seems to me like um, just from the outside looking in that like I can kind of get it when people move away, like move to a cabin in the woods right, or right. move to the lake and get away from the world. Because then, I mean, essentially you have those two things to worry about. You're living while you can and then you're going to die right. eventually. It's like stripping away everything other than what's primal you know like yeah. so when when that's all that's left life just gets so much more simple but mm. of course i'm i'm you know surround myself you know intentionally by just chaos all the time just the nature of everything that i do now these days but but yeah life was a lot more simple and i couldn't go back to that you know i yeah. i couldn't i couldn't live that life anymore it wouldn't be healthy for me it wouldn't be good for me but there are times where I miss it simply because all of the stress that I carry now and and the things I worry about now like just didn't exist then. Yeah. They just they just weren't there. You had no responsibilities. No no real responsibility other than I mean a major responsibility of other people's lives obviously. Mm-hmm. But everyone was so in that same boat. But everyone was in that had that responsibility. Everyone shared that responsibility and it was incredibly cohesive. So there really wasn't you know, I don't know. Things are just a lot more complicated back you know, in the, like the civilian world or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. What did you What did you first do once you got out? I mean, what, were you, did you immediately look for a job or did you uh, hang out for a little while? No, I drank a lot. And yeah. my plan was to just be unemployed for a while. I got out in 2009. Okay. So right in the middle of like the worst recession of my lifetime. Yeah. And probably your all's lifetimes, you know. So I did like six months unemployment, 
and then I was planning on getting a job and I could not find a job. I mean, I was, I think I like cut down trees for people and did like odd job stuff like that, but like a steady, like actual job, you know, where you, you know, pay taxes and stuff like mm-hmm. that did not exist. I mean, I was applying at like White Castle and McDonald's yeah. and like couldn't, couldn't find a job. If that's, that's a, re- I, mean, I don't want to get too, um, too into this part of it because right, there's right. so many more facets of who sure. you are. Sure. Um, but, isn't isn't that a recurring theme with military? I mean, that's that's just what I've seen with friends that I've known. That once they come out of the military, there's it's very difficult to find mm-hmm. uh, to make that transition back into quote unquote normal life. No, oh, absolutely, yeah, definitely, and and it, and of course, there's a lot of different jobs in the military. So if you have a job that kind of is easy to to make that transition if it's you know technology in the technological sector or whatever mm-hmm. i mean all of the jobs that exist in the civilian world essentially also exist in the military yeah. so if you have a job that transfers over then sure but there really wasn't a job that transfer transferred from infantry because we just you know we we were just fighting you know so right. unless i wanted to be a police officer which that does not match my personality at all like i'm yeah. not like a rule follower and i don't care if other people follow rules so so You're like <laughs> yeah yeah everyone would and, love me <laughs> and white castle's not hiring a lot of paratroopers right now right right exactly like you have to have seven jumps right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't have enough jumps you missed it by two <laughs> So yeah, I yeah, that's definitely a reoccurring theme, especially like the coming home drinking and then, you know, getting so so low that you're trying, you know, you're desperate to find anything to to keep yourself busy. Yeah. yeah. Did you keep in touch with any of your? Uh... Only the ones that kind of live locally. So I have a few friends that I was in with that that live locally, and we keep in touch. You know, but you have Facebook and social media that definitely helps. So like. Yeah. But for the most part, like, no, not really. I mean, no more than just being Facebook friends. Right. Yeah. See, that, that's, a, that's a good question because I can't, I can't imagine going through something like that mm-hmm. and not keeping in touch with those folks. I mean, right. I get it. I understand. But going through something that, like, uh, I think pressure what, cooker sensitive. Yeah. I think what I've seen is as, as, you, as they get older, they'll mm-hmm. start to get back in touch. Because they, they want that connection again. The, the one thing that yeah. Yeah. my brother told me, he, my, my whole family are, are military. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother told me he to not join. <laughs> and his brother is big. He, he's a big guy. <laughs> they call him big country and he lives in Tennessee. Right. So right. like he's... <laughs> he's a stereotype. <laughs> he's a, yeah. <laughs> so I never joined up, but I, I see these people who, you know, they've been in the military together. Or even, even people who have didn't even serve together, but like... You know, they were both Marines. Mm. They have this weird bond that, like, I don't have with a lot of people. No, yeah, that's they true. They have it with, like, complete strangers, but yeah. they, they, they just look at each other's eyes and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. They don't say anything. Right. Because they're Marines. That exists. But, that exists. And telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> that exists kind of exclusively in the Marine Corps. I'm not saying there aren't people in the in the Army or Navy and, and you know, the Air Force, Coast Guard, mm-hmm. all that. That that doesn't have that. They don't have that connection, but that's a very, that's a very Marine Corps quality i guess like those guys are you know there's something about the marine corps that just that has that bond that no other because i served with a lot of marines like that that got out of the marines and joined the army Mm -hmm. and yeah there's something about 
them that's different, you know. And one of one of my best friends that I maintain outside the military is was a former Marine, you know. So he's just like a very loyal guy, you know. I don't yeah. know. It is hard to explain. But in terms of like keeping in touch, a lot of the stuff is just so romanticized, you know. You think mm-hmm. like you, you watch like Band of Brothers and stuff and you just assume that like you guys are brothers forever. Yeah. And like I'd love to say that, but I don't think practically that that happens as often as people might think, yeah. you know, because yeah. you would think you go if you go through if you went through a traumatic experience together, then you would be bonded forever. But I don't. I think again, that's that's a romantic view of of something that doesn't like play out practically. Sure. You know, especially these days, there's too much noise in the world. You know, mm-hmm. there's too many distractions to have like friendships like like you used to have. You know, right. and that's kind of sad, actually. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the things that. It bothers me on a daily basis, the mm-hmm. fact that I, I can't experience. Okay, so tonight we were talking to our server, and I was telling her about how Tim and I, when we worked at a coffee shop together, we would sometimes be there at 2 or 3 in the morning outside smoking cigars and, and drinking coffee and just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And that experience made big enough impression to me that I was sharing it with a complete stranger who's a good 15 years younger than I. <laughs> right, um, right. But it's one of those things where you can't, because you grow up, you can't, you almost can't recapture that mm-hmm. after you're like 24, 25. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't live in that space anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it bothers me every day. Mm-hmm. The fact that if I, if I wanted to uh, tomorrow meet a friend for coffee, I probably couldn't meet a specific friend. And then I would have to go down the go list. Down, yeah. I had to go down the list. I'm like, you're my fifth choice. Right. <laughs> Are you busy? You know what I mean? And it's right. kind of, it, it is one of those things where it's like, how do we make that happen again? Right. And not be sad. Right. Right. Well, I think this is a good way. You know, like what we're doing right now. For you sure. know, Like, because unfortunately, I'm a very like kind of reclusive, not reclusive. Like I'm not that bad. I'm not a hermit, but I'm pretty antisocial. Like, you I seem would, kind of hermity. Yeah, just yeah, a little bit. very hermity. But um, I would never like, like for instance, I would never have a conversation with my server and and tell them random stories. Like I, I can't, I don't think that's ever happened to me because I'm not, I'm not super outgoing, you know. Oh, I'm a loudmouth jackass. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so I kind of like <clears throat> tend to be drawn to people like you. Because you make me feel more comfortable because I don't have the responsibility of... He's going to pull conversation. Of keeping a, a conversation <laughs> going and, you know, because I'm probably more comfortable with awkward silence than you are. You know, it's just, that's that's the space I, I live in. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just try it for a second. Uh, yeah, great for podcasts. Let's go radio silence on three, two, can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> gonna, gonna, I can't do it. <laughs> So let's fast forward a little bit. So you get sure. out of the military mm-hmm. and you're looking for a job, can't find it. What's the first thing that you do find? Lowe's, being oh. being a janitor at Lowe's. And what, that's, well, let's, I'm sorry. I was the facilities, I think they call it, what they call it, the facilities <laughs> manager. Facilities or, jerk. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who drove the Zamboni thing and cleaned <laughs> yeah. the floors. How fun is that? It's pretty way? fun. It is I'm fun. not going to lie. I it's got to do it a bad. couple times. Yeah. Full disclosure, every all four of you who are listening, um, <laughs> if my mother were alive still, five. Um, Brandon and I worked together at Lowe's. That's how we know each other. Yeah. And I can attest to the Zamboni. It's it's a good time. It's better than you think it'd be. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. So, yeah, that's it. That that's my That was my kind of first job outside of the military back into the workforce and I love that job. I really did. Like yeah. 
drive the Zamboni? Uh, yeah, I mean, I first for whatever reason, like I really enjoyed like cleaning the bathrooms and shining those urinals up. Like for what? It's so weird. And yeah, sounds like a real full metal jacket. Yeah. Situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally cool with that. But yeah, I really actually like that. That's probably my favorite job of all the jobs I had there because like within six months, like I was moved up to like department manager of administration. And, you know, I had this title and all this stuff. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, facilities, whatever job janitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I didn't know that was your first gig. After, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was. That right was. Yep. Let's fast forward even more. Sure. Let's talk about what irons you have in the fire now. That's a hard question to answer, and <laughs> I wish I would have got a question list before before I. You probably couldn't even Me provided too. one. <laughs> I'm just coming up with these. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about guitar straps. Sure, sure. So one of the things I do is uh, I essentially a brand director. I just gave myself that title. It sounded better than brand manager. So it's I call- also better than facilities. Journey. Yeah. <laughs> so I call myself the brand director of Revo guitar straps. They're just they're wooden guitar straps, which sounds absolutely ridiculous, but they're functionally work. And it's a really cool company. It's actually the guitar straps have been made by this family in Costa Rica for over 20 years. So these guitar straps have been around forever. Um, on the cover of Rolling Stone, uh, Carlos Santana wore one of these guitar straps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the video, uh, the Smooth video, mm-hmm. uh, he wore. Heard it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael, can you sing like the chorus to that? Cause you're so smooth. <laughs> Listen. I just won 112 Grammys <laughs> just for that. Yeah. So, so yeah, he wore one of the straps. So, like, you know, Zach Brown. Like, there's a lot of famous artists who, who've worn these straps over the years. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so uh, I get, was given the opportunity um, or the opportunity kind of present itself to kind of, like, take over the brand. And I don't own the, the brand or anything, but I was given the opportunity to kind of take it over and stuff. Actually, I have one. Let me show it to you. Yeah. Showing to us on a podcast is great. I've yeah. seen- <laughs> Why don't you describe it before you get it out of the bag? And I'm going to imagine what it looks like. Sure. And let's see how close I am. So this is it. Um, so anyways, it's a... It's, this doesn't look like it would work at all. Yeah, it's in a... It's in a <laughs> oh, we're getting somewhere now. Yeah, plywood yeah. plywood box. But yeah, that's, that's a, a guitar strap. And you guys can uh, either fight over or if you don't like it, you can just, you know, make the other person take it. It looks fantastic. What is this? Um, what kind of wood is yeah, this? What kind of wood? It's rosewood. That's what I thought. Yeah. So this this is the same thing as most fretboards. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Why is this so much prettier than our? Fretboards? Well, there's there's tons of different rosewood. Yeah. Um, and this is not like stained in any way. It's just it's literally it's got like a polymer coating over it. But yeah, the grain is is truly beautiful. It's really nice. But yeah. There's a lot of different. And they all come um, in those boxes too. Yeah. They all come in those boxes. So um, for for listeners, it's a small box, but yeah, it has a sliding sliding board. MDF and, board top on it. Yeah, and I think my grandmother used to have something similar. Where when you slid it, like a little mouse would come out and grab your <laughs> or yeah. a snake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. remember those? Yeah, things? yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. Those. Same exact thing. So Very when you similar. put it up here, I did jump a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I think you could maybe burn incense on it. Yeah, it has that <laughs> it same shape. You absolutely could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, these are really nice. Yeah, so they're they're just they're they're cool. So that's one of the things I do. And you is know, it is it leather? Uh, yeah, going yeah. through. Okay. Yep. Well, so, no, it's they're held together by what's called spider wire. Which if you're ever if you're into fishing, spider wire wire is it's 200 pound test spider wire. So oh, wow. you couldn't break this. I I've mean, done you mostly could, cat fishing. You could cut it, but you couldn't break it. It's like deep sea type fishing, you know. Yeah. Like, 
for something that's you know going to pull that type of weight. But anyway, yeah, they're 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 super cool, durable, really comfortable, despite what you are probably thinking right now, which is the same thing I thought when I saw them. But anyway, yeah, that's that's the so I I basically took that brand over and and you know rebranded kind of the brand and I'm saying brand too often too much right now, but <laughs> brand flakes. Yeah, my name is Brandon. <laughs> It's it's been really great. I've got to you know go to like the yeah. Nam Expos um, in Nashville. I went last year and got to see tons of awesome like music manufacturers. It's gonna sound funny, but like Justin Bieber's guitarist mm-hmm. is like one of our you know essentially he's one of our like brand ambassadors. So like I sent him like every one of our straps and like he wears them like on tour and stuff with Justin Bieber. Nice uh, of all things, but he's like an amazing guitarist. But there's a lot of people like that as a musician. You know, yeah. it's cool to like. Oh, I would love to work. As a musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, really cool. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. Brand, 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 brand. In the next episode, we'll see if we can convince Brandon to sing a song. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. what you doing? Hey, hello. Hehehehe <laughs>